Hey, 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 welcome back to the WHLC podcast, also known as the Women's Healthy Living Club podcast, brought to you by your host, me, Darian. How are you? I'm so excited that your ears are tuned into this podcast once again. If you are a return visitor, welcome back. If you're new, welcome for the first time. Um, Today we're going to be talking about nature, the cycles of nature, the cycles of life, and their correspondence to women's cycles. A lot of cycle talk here. Um, I've mentioned in previous podcasts how much I love nature. And a big reason why I love nature is because it is concrete. It is here now, living, breathing alongside of us. And it's also a part of God's creation. So um, I think that a lot of times humans fail to acknowledge the wisdom that different pieces of creation may have and we take this superiority superiority complex when it comes to how we view ourselves in the world and um newsflash the world's way bigger than we are so (laughs) there's that (laughs) um and it's it's just something that just nature in general can you can learn a lot from it and it takes and requires kind of a quiet attitude to be able to learn and see the lessons that are presenting themselves through nature. So in this podcast, we're just going to talk about um, how those things are interrelated and correlated and how you can use those different aspects of nature, the seasons and all of those um, forms of living to enhance and make your form of living a little happier, a little healthier and a little stronger physically and mentally. So let's start first with women's cycles. So, you know, hopefully you're aware of the four cycles or phases that we go through as women. They happen once a month, each approximately a week long. Some are a little longer, some are a little shorter. And they go, we're gonna flow in order. So we're gonna start with menstruation, the menstrual phase, because that's where the blood is. That's where everything is born of is that blood. So you have your menstrual phase, then it moves on to the follicular phase. That's when you've shed your lining already and right away our uteruses are like, all right, ready, set, restart. Because it's your body's preparing for the next potential home that will house a potential life. So your your uterus starts building, your endometrium, the blood lining, right away after it's already been released and shed. That's follicular phase. And as, as you move through follicular phase, a few more hormones start to peak and rise. And as they climb up, they reach the peak. And that peak is ovulation, your ovulatory phase. And the days before, a couple days before and a couple days after of ovulation, you will be feeling amazing, amazing. like top of the world you're on fire it's great literally you're on fire by the way like your temperature rises and if I were to look at you with a heat sensor type thing you would be way brighter than someone who isn't ovulating it's incredible after that we have the luteal phase this phase is kind of the downslope. we start I mean there's a few more rises in a couple of hormones Um, estrogen being one of them, progesterone being another one, and 
those kind of, they're not as high as the previous peak, but they peak in a smaller sense, and then they go back to baseline as soon as you menstruate again. So during the LUT rut, is what I call it, the luteal phase, it's kind of a slowing down time. It's a time that you become, or can become pretty critical of things, a little sensitive, a little irritable, things like that, until you've broken through again to then begin shedding your uterine lining again. So that's the phases of women. Those are the cycle, that's the cycle phases of women. But each of those phases kind of has counterparts within nature and with the, within the observable world. So we'll start small with like a plant, the life cycle of a plant. It's incredible to be a woman because our bodies are almost exact mirrors of nature. And um, they, I mean, it sounds woo-woo. Our bodies are mirrors of Mother Earth, but it's the truth. It is so true. And we go through it emotionally, physically, and spiritually every month. And so to tie it together to something more tangible like a plant, the menstrual phase would be a time of seeding. When you go to seed a plant into the ground or into the, your greenhouse or what have you, there's this whole clearing, cleaning process where you clean out your trays, your old trays, or you clear out a patch of space in your lawn. And it's a lot of digging and it's gritty hard work. And what you're doing is preparing a bed for the seeds. So that's the seeding phase of a plant and it's coordinated to menstruation. The next phase is the sprout phase. That's your follicular phase. It's the time when you start to really, you're starting to grow. You cracked open your seed, you've moved past the tough work of building a garden bed, and now here you are, sprouting up, getting stronger and greener every minute of every day. And after that, as you grow and grow and grow and get taller and taller and taller, you get little buds. And as those buds blossom, that's when you become the blossom, the flower. That's your ovulatory phase. That's when you're glowing, you're the brightest, you're the most attractive. You feel the most productive. What do blossoms and flowers, what are, they, are their functions? Their, their functions are to produce. They spread seed and pollen. So the blossom is associated with your ovulatory phase and then your luteal phase is corresponded with the wilting phase. It's the time that it's probably, it's, it's honestly your dying time. <laughs> it's the time to die to all your old patterns that you were keeping alive before and to allow some fresh perspective, a fresh take on things. It's pretty cool. Darn. It's too loud over here. Hashtag sip of matcha. What? You thought it was going to be water. It's matcha. Anyway. Following through on the cycle speak. On how it all connects. So if we branch out even further than the plant scenario we'll go into seasons because 
plants often follow seasons when it comes to their life cycle. So menstruation is equivalent to winter. And if you're a menstruating woman, you can totally, I'm sure you can totally vibe with this, but winter is a time where you slow the frick down and you wanna cuddle up and you wanna be comfortable and warm and quiet, dark, not afraid of the dark. So that, that's your winter phase. Then, so winter phase is with your menstrual cycle. Then after that, follicular phase, that becomes spring. And it flows the same way no matter what the scenario. Whether we're talking about menstruation, whether we're talking about, I'm sorry, whether we're talking about the menstrual cycle, whether we're talking about the cycle of plant life, whether we're talking about the cycle of seasons, it all flows the same way. Patterns. And there's a lot of truth in patterns. The next phase would be summer. That's your ovulatory phase. And luteal phase is associated with fall. It's the time that everything's dying back, wilting, falling apart, to be then recultivated for new growth the next round. On an even broader scale, this stuff goes so deep, it's incredible. And it's a real honor, I feel, to be able to understand life in the way that I do through all these cyclic patterns. It really keeps things clear when they don't seem so clear. <laughs> and it really helps me to feel at ease and relaxed, even in the midst of when things are chaotic or feel like they're dying or just not going the way I want them to go. It's a great reminder to be aware that, oh yeah, I'm a living process just like everything else in this material world, in this natural world, I'm a process and I'm just moving through my process. So it's a great reminder. Um, so on an even broader scale, we went through the plant cycle, we went through the seasons, and now you can even address the different elements. So nature's composed of four elements and a fifth one that holds all of four of the elements. That fifth element is called ether. It's also known as the void. It's the space that holds the material. It's all the things that we don't see, all the stuff in between the stuff. That's ether. And that's correlated to the soul, to the consciousness that fills our bodies. Then we have the four elements. Super basic. Earth, wind, water. I'm sorry. Earth, wind, fire, water. <laughs> Try to keep it in order for you guys. So earth is coordinated to menstruation. It's it's our creative mother, and like I mentioned before, menstruation, menstrual blood, that's where life come from, is coming from, so especially human life. And so um, it's coordinated with the earth element, and the earth element is correlated to a whole slew of other different characteristics that we'll get into a little deeper in a different podcast, focused solely on elements and their corresponding characteristics to practical stuff in, in life. For example, I'll give you a small example. Earth would be coordinated to nutrition, how you nourish yourself, because where do we get our food? The earth, there it is. So there's a correlation there. The next element is the air element, and that's coordinated with spring and your follicular phase. It's the time that, you know, they say love is in the air. It's the time that you're starting to come out of this darkness 
that your menstrual cycle has pushed you into, this place of yin, and you're starting to totally open up a little bit more. You're starting to allow love in a little bit more. And the more you progress through your follicular phase, the more in love with life it seems you are, or the easier it is to be in love with life. Um, it's associated with air also because if you think about it, to make a fire, you need pieces of earth, you need rocks, sticks, some type of kindling, and then you hit those rocks together, so you are mushing the earth together, and then what do you need to keep the flame, to make the flame, to ignite it? Air, you need air. So that follicular phase is kind of the ignition of our ovulation. Um, and ovulation, we'll get into that, is associated with fire. Like I said before, during ovulation, your body heats up and your temperature literally rises and you're literally glowing with heat and wanting to attract a mate and you're feeling your fieriest, your fieriest, I'm sure that's a word, it is now. And uh, you're bright and glowing and pretty much at your performance peak there. So that's the fire element. And then we finish up with the water element. And the water element is associated with luteal phase for a variety of reasons. But one of the main reasons is because water is also associated with emotional processing and emotional intelligence and just everything emotion because it flows and emotion kind of fits its container. Water fits its container too. I'm sorry, fills. Emotion, it comes from within and it fills us from inside out, just like water would fill a cup from inside out. You don't see water wrapped around a cup, unless it's one of those fancy cups that has ice or whatever in it, but built into the, to the cup ring. But, um, so yes, luteal phase can be quite an emotional experience for a lot of women, and including myself, and it's a time to honor that. It's, it's okay, a lot of people will see you know, observe themselves in their cycles and they'll think something must be wrong with me. Like there's, I must, some, I've got to have some kind of mental problem or a disorder to be crying during luteal phase. But I'm here to tell you, it's okay. Even if you maybe do have a mental problem or um, some type of mental health issue you're dealing with, it's okay to cry during luteal phase. It's a time where I feel like our brains have to release and shed emotionally before our bodies can shed our our endometrium our uterine lining so it's really interesting stuff guys i hope that you care about it because i really care about it and i feel like it's done wonders in helping me to understand how to live a healthy lifestyle and to be happy as a woman and healthy so on the phone <laughs> so yeah if you're um I just hope you're interested in that stuff. It's important and it'll make all the difference um, as we go through the elements of nature, the four elements. We'll coordinate those with different healthy lifestyle practices as, as well as different characteristics to be observant about in your life and to be okay with integrating and letting go. I think a lot of times what happens is society and you know this kind of patriarchal setup where it's all about productivity it's all about making money and being in the outside world all the time and it's got to be bright and happy and light and if you're not happy something's wrong you better leave because we don't want to make everybody else unhappy and blah 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 I think there's this tendency for us to cling so hard to that idea that we should be productive that we should be happy that we should be stronger than we are that we should be should 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 
But when we look at nature's cycles, there is no should. There's no expectation for a flower to grow in winter. There's no expectation for, you know, for it to be really sunny and hot in fall. It's, it's natural. It's a natural flow of things. And when you can understand that, you become a little less harsh on yourself, a little less questioning of, you know, why am I not thinking clearly enough? Why can't I problem solve? Why can't I, why don't I feel like socializing even though like I set this date to go out and socialize, but I really feel like just being home by myself. Why, 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 why? It's a natural flow. It's the creative process. You have to respect each phase. And when you don't respect each phase, man, it comes to bite you in the butt. I tell you what, it really does. Every time that I've disrespected my luteal phase and have just thought, I'm just going to push through it. I don't care. I'm going to do all the work and I'm, just, I'm not going to scale down my exercise. Who needs to do that? I'm just going to push through. Almost every time I've done that, I've injured myself. I've either injured myself or overtrained and made myself sick. It's not worth it. It's really not. And those phases are, in my opinion, the genius of God, the intelligence of God. It's these, this observable, recognizable, and continuous pattern of life and rebirth over and over and over again. And we get to experience it on a monthly basis, which is super transformative when you are engaged with it that way. When it's just your period and you're like, God, I fucking hate my period. I hate that it's here. And you're like upset at the cycles of life. It just makes things worse (laughs) and it makes it harder to deal with. And it's harder to honor those things. And you know, in my opinion, the less you can fight life, the less you can fight your reality, the happier you will be. So that's my two cents on being a little happier as a, as a human and as a female human. Um, and I think that's all we'll get into today as far as the cycles. I don't want to overwhelm you because it's a lot of information and a lot of correlations you can make between the elements and our cycles. I haven't even gotten into the moon and snakes <laughs> and how those are coordinated to female hormone cycles as well. It's so interesting how connected and integrated this life is. Um, when, you, when you become aware of it and start paying attention, it is freaking life-changing and really cool to be a part of. Even in the times when you feel like shit and it doesn't feel so cool, it's still pretty dang cool. So Thank you again for listening. Not so much um, heavy on the humor this podcast. I'm currently podcasting from work on my lunch break because that's what hustlers do. (laughs) And so I'm kind of limited on time, but I just wanted to spew that out really quick and, you know, get your brains kind of on the same playing field as where my brain is. And if you don't feel like playing on that field, that's fine, girl. Just go to step off, sideline yourself. That's fine with me. I'm just here to get your brain rolling and to give you a little bit of brain food that'll move you closer to better health, happiness, and strength. Again, thank you so much for listening to the WHLC podcast. Short but sweet. I'll be back on with another podcast soon. We'll be talking about my menstrual history and perspectives. Um, very personal podcast, so stay tuned. And many, many more topics. I have a whole list of stuff that I just want to get into and start conversation about. So again, 
if you are a returning listener, thank you for returning, coming back and listening to me talk to you. I'm really happy that you're here and that your ears are taking in this information. If it's your first time and you just made it through your first podcast with me, congratulations. They are not all this serious. Some of them are a little funnier (laughs) or a little lighter, but this stuff really matters a lot to me. So I can get a little bit, um, you know, laser about it, kind of cutthroat, talking about nature and shit. But anyway, I hope you have the best day of your life today. And if it's not the best day, at least make it a better day than yesterday. Until the next podcast, take very good care of yourself. And we're done. I say good day.